Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble, with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Over the years, I've gotten very, very, very close with a ton of the Sopranos actors. Really, most of that was due to Mike Sullivan, my dear friend Mike Sullivan. All of them, especially Tony Sirico and Steve Sharippa and those guys. But uh, Bernard was always very close with Sharippa back to the Imus days when Stevie was Bobby Bacala. For his uh, days on Blue Bloods, where, by the way, he's brilliant as Anthony. Brilliant. But he was great as uh, Bobby Bacala on The Sopranos, and Bernie would book him for the I'm a Show, and he was writing cookbooks back then, you remember, doing movies, all that good stuff. And over the years, Bernie and Tripper remained very, very friendly, like me and Steve have. And um, since Bernie died, I'm trying to bring on everybody, politicians, athletes, even Walt Frazier may join us tomorrow before the Knicks and Grizzlies. Everybody that loved Bernie and Bernie loved along the way, and Steve Sharippa Definitely belongs in that category. Bernie loved him. I love him. And I know Steve loved Bernie. With that said, here he is, tremendous actor and dear friend, Steve Sharippa. Stevie, good uh, Tuesday morning. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, hey, Sid. How are you, pal? Yeah, it's I'm been doing a while. okay. Yeah, I, you know, I was working. I've been filming. You know, we're doing Blue Bloods out there teaching. season. So I was working all uh, last week when uh, with the – Bernie's wake and the funeral. I would have loved to go out there and pay my respects. Uh, you know, I like Bernie so much because you know what? He didn't give a crap who you were. If he liked you, he liked you. You know, he 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 could care less. Like he was not by by all the guests that came on Imus and your show. I mean, Bernie could care less if he liked you. He thought you had something to say. He thought you were funny. You know, then he liked you, you know, uh, which I'm uh, very similar in that way. I, I don't care who you are, big star, little star, it doesn't matter, you know. Uh, he was a really, really smart guy. And I, I don't think until he got out of I Miss a Shadow there, you know, because I don't know if people know, and then nothing against Don Imus, who was great to me, but Bernie was feeding him all those funny lines for all those years. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was Bernie, you know. Uh, he was in the studio, then he was somewhere else. I don't know, man, right? He had him in another building somewhere. Well, he was man. in his ranch in New Mexico, and Bernie on the TV yeah. screen would write all the questions for the interviews. All those great Imus Sharippa interviews, guess who wrote the questions? Bernie. Absolutely. So, you know, I got an Imus my first time uh, with 
with my first book. So I think it was like 2002. And it went well, and he liked me. And I got on to the publicist. And then after that, I would just, you know, call Bernie or text Bernie. Hey, Bernie, I'd like to come on, blah, blah, blah. And it was him that I went through. I didn't go through the booker, your, your usual way to get on a TV, you know, on a show, you know, the producer, the booker, the publicist. I would just call Bernie. He said, whatever you want to come on, what do you want to talk about? And then he would, you know, he said, you know, I don't know if I miss is going to say it, but, you know, Bernie gave all the questions, you know. <laughs> I'll I tell you a funny story. So, so Pat Cooper, one of the worst people to walk the face of the earth. <laughs> I remember this. You and Listen Cooper, yeah, yeah, yeah. One of the worst people to this day, really, a lying bully piece of garbage of a human being. Okay. So... <laughs> I'm in Vegas, living in Vegas at the time, right? Uh, we were in the off season, and I get the phone rings. I got the cell phone. I guess in those days I kept it on. It's like uh, 5.30 in the morning there, and it's Bertie. He said, Pat Cooper's ripping you apart on the show. I remember this. You want to come on a rebuttal? And I went, nah, not, not now, Bertie, man. I was sleeping, you know. I sleep. I probably was out the night before. So, uh you know, I get back to New York, and uh, I call Bernie. I said, I'd like to come on. And I come on, I miss, and I miss asked me, well, explain. And I told them all the lies that Pat Cooper said over the years. Because what it was was Pat Cooper worked for me in Vegas. He drew 601 people paid, and he lied and said there was, you know, a thousand people there, which it didn't even hold a thousand, you know what I mean? <laughs> That's what the lie was. So he went around everywhere lying, 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 you know. So uh, I explained to him, and, and I'm not joking, because of Bernie and Imus, and especially Bernie, uh, Pat Cooper was never on the Imus show again. That's true. I remember they made a conscious decision. That's He's right. messing with Steve Sharippa. He's out. And Cooper. That's right. And, and, he, was, was he, he, and he was a pretty big comedian back then, too. He was pretty big. Ah, you know, he, listen, he was doing the same material. <laughs> listen, 1963, he had a, 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 you know, an album out that a lot of Italians had, right? And then, so I'm listening to that because I got to cut a, cut a commercial. It's 1995. <laughs> Then I watched the show. It's the same exact material from 1963 to 1995. I mean, he made a conscious decision, as did Bo Deedle, too, because he screwed around with Bo Deedle, who's a great guy. Right? So, Bernie, I mean, and then when Bernie came with you and then he did other shows, I mean, he got out of I Miss a Shadow, and people saw how brilliant and how smart he was. And I was very happy about that, you know, I mean, it's a shame. I mean, we really lost a good guy here, you know. And then I love coming on your show, and Bernie was always a fan, and, uh, uh, you know, he watched Blue Bloods and The Sopranos, and he's always really uh, helped you, man. Not everybody, you know, you guys are good guys, but not every radio person is so helpful all the time, you know what I mean? You know, you guys would do your homework, you know what's going on, you know what to talk about. So, I mean, I, I... I was very happy about that people finally saw him in a different light, you know, because he wasn't just a sidekick anymore, you know what I mean? He was, you guys were the stars of your own show. Well, let me you tell know? you this, uh, to your point, guess who else was very happy about that? 
Bernie. In fact, Bernie's got a dear friend named Brian Costello, uh, Steve Sharippa. And Costello walked up to me at the funeral, and he said, I got to tell you, Costello was a guy that drove Bernie back and forth to his chemotherapy treatment all the time. Uh-huh. They, they talked uh, quite a bit the last couple of months. And he said to Brian, he said, you know, what a crappy time for this to happen. He goes, I've never been happier in my whole life. I've got my own show with Sid. Sid and I are great together. We love each other. I'm one of the stars of the show. What a crappy time for this to happen. So not only were you happy about it, but so was Bernard. All those years on Imus, all that attention he got on Imus, he didn't appreciate that nearly as much as the last couple of years, to your point, when he became one of the stars. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's well-respected, well-respected guy. What else can you ask for, you know, in life? You know, as we get older, honestly, I mean, what could you ask for? You're respected by your peers. You're respected by the audience. You know, I mean, Bernie succeeded in that. You know, he was a good man, you know, a really good man. And it's a shame. And I'll never understand. You got animals in the street killing people, and they'll live to be 90. I mean, Charles Manson (laughs) lived to be in his 80s, one of the most evil people ever. And then we we lose someone like Bernie, and, and, you know, I I just never understand that. I mean, he he was – I mean, you know, he he would – he would tell me this, Imus. Listen, I loved Imus. He was good to me. It, it, it's a good. He's, you know, at one point, if you had a book and you couldn't get on Oprah, the next spot was the Imus show. Yes. He pushed books. Yep. I was on twice during my first book when when uh, before like the scandal there, and and uh, it became he helped it become a New York Times bestseller. You know, and that was because of Bernie and Imus. I mean, yep. Don Imus was good to me. I know he was wacky, you know, but he liked me. No, he liked you. Listen, <laughs> he, he loved he that me. show. He used to have Mike Francesa come on every Monday morning, Steve, and yeah. do a Sopranos recap. He loved you guys. He liked that show. By the way, uh, you talked about missing the wake and the funeral last week. It's a good time for me to, to say this. We are having a special mass next Wednesday, a week from tomorrow, is actually Bernie's birthday, October the 26th. And we're having a special mass at St. Patrick's Cathedral. The oh, public wow. is invited. Okay. It's from 10 a.m. to noon on his birthday, a week from tomorrow, Wednesday the 26th. And, of course, Stevie, uh, you, as much as anybody, we'd love to have you there because Bernie did love you. But he did love that show, and so did I, Miss And me losing Bernie, I got to equate it, if I can, to what you went through and some of the other major cast members when you guys lost Jimmy Gandolfini years ago. Sure, sure. Right? Sure. That was very, very difficult. Uh, You know, you don't think about, you know, you don't think about that. I mean, I I never thought about that, you know, especially, you know, Jim uh, was such a big guy and, and, and like, you know, fearless guy. I mean, I mean, it took us for a loop, man. You know, I mean, here's all these TV tough guys crying. I mean, I remember I was just flat out devastated, you know, for yeah. for, for days I didn't leave the apartment. I mean, it was uh, terrible. And, and and losing Bernie is terrible. Yeah. And and like you said, I mean, he's happy and he's was doing well. And then it gets, uh, you know, this is how it goes. It's unfortunate, you know, but uh, I'll tell you what, good Steve, memories. But- Got to think of the good stuff, good memories, a lot, a lot of laughs, a lot of laughs, a lot of good memories, you know, Uh, so that's how we, that's that's the only thing that we can think about, right? No, I agree. No, I agree. And, you know, you get older, Steve, and, 
You know, you're talking a lot about Imus and Bernie during this conversation, and they're both gone, by the way. I mentioned Jimmy Gandolfini. You lost Tony Sirico this year. So the older you get, the good news is you start to see your kids grow up, maybe your grandchildren. You start to enjoy great success, and life is good. But the older you get, Steve, you start to realize you start to lose a lot of your friends. Absolutely. Listen, and I, it sounds insane, and I don't know if I'm the only guy, but I must have, and I'm not joking, in my phone, I must have 50, 60, 70 friends that have passed away that I don't take their numbers out of my phone. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah, I'm, not, I'm not joking. Friends. I mean friends, friends, not acquaintances, friends. Uh, I, ha- I take people that annoyed me, I take them out of the phone, <laughs> but not the people that passed away. I take the creeps out of the phone, the guys that you, they turn on you, yeah, they, they're out of the phone. But uh, honestly, I'm not, I'm not joking. I mean, I'm 65, uh, and you see a, a lot of good people. I guess that's, you know, part of it, part of life. I yeah. mean, it's the sad part of life yeah. that, you know, as you go along, the people that you cared about, I, I, I cared a lot about Bernie and uh, yeah. You did. You know. You, you did. Know. One more. Man. One thing on the way out, a positive note. So I uh, I called Breen yesterday. Breen has been tremendous throughout this whole process. And him and I spent a lot of time talking the last 10 days. He was also very close to Bernard. He's yes. getting ready to start the season tomorrow night in Memphis, the Knicks and Grizzlies. You're a big Nick fan. And um, so I called Dan yesterday to uh, ask about Clyde. And Dan is like, hey. I heard Steve is coming on tomorrow. He loves you, Dan Schoenberg from the New York Knicks. Yeah, he's a good man. He's good a great man. guy. So you excited oh, yeah. about? Are you excited about the Knicks' new season tomorrow? Yeah, you know, I am very excited. But right now, I got to be honest. I'm in baseball mode. Oh, you got the I'm Yankees today, right? right now. Yankees. I'm not even thinking. Yeah. I'm not thinking Knicks yet. I'm I'm thinking Yankees, man. You know. Are you going to be in the Bronx today? Uh, it's a good possibility. I'm going to. You be need in the Bronx to be today. there. Come on, you're Steve Sharippa, Yankee yeah. playoff but, but, team. Uh, I mean, you know, I go season by season. I can't get mixed up. You know what I mean? I'm in baseball. <laughs> it's like the end of basketball season. I'm in basketball mode, not right. baseball yet. I get so it. right now, we got uh, the Yankees. It's do or die time, as you know. Are you a Yankee fan, sir? I'm a diehard Met fan. Yeah, I know you are. Yeah, I, no you know good. what? I went to two Met games this year. Uh, I went once with Dan, and then uh, they honored my father-in-law, which was a beautiful thing. They put him on the screen, and my oh, wow. wife and daughter went on the thing, and I had a great time. Wow. I don't hate the, I'm a Yankee fan that does not hate the Mets. Right. right. You can't hate anything in New York these days. You're missing New York. By the way, is your wife running the marathon next month? She is running the virtual marathon. She's out running right now. Yeah, she oh, ran 21 awesome. miles on Friday. <laughs> yeah, we're Incredible. not doing the New York one this year, but we're going to Tokyo in March, so then y'all can finish up the Abbott and get the other uh, six majors, but I always think about your wife because she's a terrific marathon yeah, runner as well. Yeah, this is be a uh, number eleven. You wow! Know, you, you know she runs a virtual like where you make your own route. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yes. It's a eleven. Yeah. Sometimes, listen, I wake up about nine nine thirty. I get up. I, she's not here. I said, well, I just ran fifteen miles. <laughs> It's all I know. I'm I did the same thing. a cup of coffee. <laughs> Where'd you go? To the store? No, oh I ran God. 15 miles. Hey, you know, talking yeah. about running, I remember when I used to live in Lower Manhattan years ago. So I've lived in the Upper West Side. Now I'm in Queens. But I remember my son was a little boy. And I don't know how many times. It was often we would see you coming back from your morning walk. You'd be sweating. You were so yeah, great. Yeah, my still, son, Gabe, love loves you. I'll go, I'll go for an hour walk, you yeah. know, five times a week. I'll go, I'll go in a little bit. I'm on the Upper West Side now. 
you moved to Queens? I did. I moved uh, on the beach in the Rockaways, right oh, by the beach. Oh, that's nice. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I had an up. Uh, so, uh, I don't. I don't consider that Queens different. You know what it is? It's really Brooklyn, to be honest. Like I go to. What are I, you in the Ponset? Oh, right there. Yes, yes. Ah, beautiful. Yeah, I, yeah. My one of my favorite places. One of my absolute players, you know, I grew up in Brooklyn. We used to go there all the time. That's when they had Bay 1 and 2, and there was a nude beach. We used to go walk around. They still have that, by the way. They do? <laughs> yeah. We used to walk around. We couldn't believe it. One day, a guy's running out of a surf. I'm not, this is a true story, right? Guy, the guy's calling my name. A guy's naked. Calling my name. Fully erect. Oh, come on. Fully That's... erect. Steve, Steve, I'm with a couple of guys from the neighborhood. I used to work with his father. The guy's come running on naked. I swear oh, to come God. Come on. Come on. Sid, oh. To this day, they tease me about it. To this day. Oh, God, that's great. That guy's screaming, oh. Sid, big purple, big, big purple erection. Ah, Steve. <laughs> uh, you are one bike. I got to tell you, you're one funny guy. I uh, I'm so happy you called in today because I love you and Bernie really, really yeah, loved and I you. Love and Bernie thank and, you. And, and I'll see you next week. If I'm not working, I will definitely be there. Thank and, you. Uh, I love you guys and I love thank Bernie. You. I know it's hard and just think of the good things. That's all we could do, man. Thank you, Stevie. You're a class A so You really are. Thank you so much. Okay, you take care, Sid. That's the great Steve Sharipa, folks, right there. That was a funny conversation. He brought it big today, brought his A-game. Bobby Bacala from the Sopranos and Anthony in Blue Bloods. Bernie loved him, so do I. Stevie Sharippa.